News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 137 of the Luke Messias Show. I'm going to be honest, like, the weeks are flying by right now. I feel like I even want to talk to you about last week's episode, and that's like three episodes ago. So I was just catching myself realizing just how fast time is flying, but still how little Republicans seem to be able to accomplish in Texas when we are in the middle of a massive battle uh, for the heart and soul of our state. And so today we are going to dedicate today's episode. It's a very simple topic. How Stephanie Click killed the gender modification ban. Today's episode will be dedicated to Chairman Click. She's chairman of the Public Health Committee. She's in Tarrant County. Um, And we will dedicate a couple future episodes to other people who were highly involved in the killing of this legislation. Dustin Burroughs, Dade Phelan um, are just a couple. And so we will talk about that. And of course, Greg Abbott, we've also made clear, one, he won't support the legislation still in a special session, which is crazy, um, even though a majority of the legislature in both chambers have at least now, after a lot of pressure, publicly said they support a ban. The Texas Senate has faithfully passed a number of bans. We're going to go back in time to the legislative session to show you just how Stephanie Click had to do her part in order to ensure that a ban on the genital mutilation of children would be killed in the Texas House of Representatives, the Republican-controlled Texas House of Representatives. Remember, Democrats can't kill this legislation. They don't control the clock. They don't control most of the committees, except for the committees Dade Phelan has given them to control, but not the Public Health Committee. And they don't control the calendar. These things are all controlled by Republicans. So let's go back and uh, it's going to be a, a – we're going to go into the timeline and the process and just how this works. Just so, just so you understand, we've known that children are getting genitally mutilated in Texas for years. It's been happening for years. We've talked about it for years. The very first episode, episode one, which was 136, 5, 7 – I think we might have done like two episode weeks, a couple of them. So the point is – It's like 130 weeks ago, conservatively, that we talked about this, and that got reported by Ben Shapiro and Glenn Beck, and uh, the BBC talks about, oh my gosh, look at what's happening in Texas. They've known for a very long time it's happening. It was happening for years before then. We put this on the Republican primary ballot. The Republican Party, a lot of insiders worked very hard to get this on the ballot. The Republican voters all voted, and 95% of them said they want this banned. This is an easy layup, but we didn't do it. So Steve Toth from the Woodlands filed a bill back in November, and this would say that transitioning your child, trying to turn a little boy into a little girl, trying to turn a little girl into a little boy is child abuse. And we're going to get into why Stephanie Click refused to ever support that legislation. And then Representative Matt Krause later on in the session in January, still early on in the session, within the first you know week or two, filed a bill that would basically say that doctors could not get liability protections for gender modification, okay? So if they were to be changing a child, they could not be protected in that, in that position, which would kind of open them up to a ton of lawsuits and, and probably stop the practice that way. Um, again, this is a legislative priority. So going into January, we already know it. Here's what's so funny. When the committee chairmanships come out, 
everybody who's a chairman is super happy. And and Chairman Click, I mean, you know, day chairmanships were announced, she was super happy. Uh, and and I was in the Capitol that day, and you saw all the different people who were chairman just saying, see, I get to be a chairman. Because as a chairman, you have near dictatorial authority over that legislative arena that you now chair, as long as you play by the rules that the speaker tells you to play by. And so they're very, very, very proud of that position of power that they've been given. But they hate it when you then put political pressure on them and call them out for their actions as the dictator they have been placed in the position of. So she's here. These bills are filed. Now, uh, it took until March 3rd for Steve Toast's bill. Uh, no, not March 3rd. I'm sorry. Steve Toast's bill was was referred to her committee on February 25th. There's a ton of dates I have here written down on all these different pieces of legislation. But on February 25th, Steve Toast's bill was referred. And I'm going to first talk about that, and then we're going to get to Krause's bill. Stephanie Click refused to support Steve Toast's bill because it said that transitioning these children is child abuse. And this has been publicly reported. Stephanie Click has been silent on the issue. She's never contested any of the things that have been reported because um, I think she knows that a lot of it is all out there is true regarding her position. But um, from multiple conversations with tons of people in the Capitol, she was not going to support calling these parents who were transitioning their children abusers. Um, and that's super sad. It, it just speaks to the lack of moral clarity that a lot of our Republican elected elites have with their inability to say, yeah, that's child abuse. Because there are things that we believe are child abuse and should be deemed as such in our state. So Steve Toast's bill, even though it was referred on February, it didn't stand a chance because she just didn't support it. And she has the authority to even give it a hearing. Krause's bill was referred on March 5th. This is 37 days after it's filed. So that's a little bit of Dade feeling. We'll get into that. But on March 5th, once it's sent to her committee, you have to understand she can have a hearing immediately. And we have plenty of time to pass this by the May 12th deadline. She's sitting on a bill, a bill that has been a priority of the GOP for years, a bill that addresses an issue that she's known about for years. And she sits there March 5th. Um, there start to be more public pressure that gets created in late March. And that pressure leads to um, a public hearing that's held on April 12th, uh, on April 14th. On April 12th, the Senate actually heard uh, uh, the same bills, and they heard two bills, one that would call this child abuse and one that would um, affect the medical doctors just like Matt Krause's bill because the Senate was supportive of both of these measures. However, we need to stop this. We need to stop it. Now, that was not the case that Stephanie Click took. She actually took a different approach. She took an approach where she killed Steve Toast's bill by not even giving it a hearing, and then she only heard Krause's bill because she didn't want to call these parents transitioning their children abusers. She hears Krause's bill on April 14th, which is 40 days after it's referred. 50 days after the Toth bill was referred. So understand that her, she as a chairman sat on this bill for over a month and did nothing about it. So then when they tell you, oh, we just ran out of time, and that's the way this episode is going to end, you're going to see that this bill just ran out of time. Understand that nothing runs out of time if they don't want it to. She sat on that bill for 40 days days without giving it a hearing. It's simple. You put the bill on the calendar, people come to give their opinions on the bill, you leave it pending. Once you've had that hearing, at any time, you can vote that bill out. And that's why they wait to have the hearing as long as possible. 
Because once they've had the hearing, now the hot potato is in their hands. And all they have to do is bring it up for a vote, right? So this is all part of the process. It's part of the game that gets played. And these children's lives are in the balance. This bill did something simple. It told doctors, we're not going to protect you if you mutilate children's genitals trying to turn little girls into little boys, little boys into little girls. So she has a hearing on April 14th. Here's what I want you to see. Um, the Senate heard the bill on April 12th, two days before April 14th. They had another hearing on April 15th on the same bill. So they had two hearings, one after that 14th. And then they pass it out um, of the committee on April 20th, and it was placed on the calendar on April 22nd. So in the Senate, they had a hearing on the 12th and 15th. They kind of saw all the pressure mounting on the House side. So they said, we're going to act on this issue. They had a hearing on April 12th and 14th. They passed it out on April 20th. It was placed on the intent calendar on April 22nd. And at that point, they're all coordinating together. The senators know we need to get this done, and they work together to coordinate. The House does not have a public hearing for 40 days. They hold it, they hold it, they hold it. That's all part of what they need to be able to say it runs out of time. They then sit on it, and two weeks later, um, and this is where it gets even crazy. So April 14th, they have it. And then five days later, because all the pressure is happening, on April 19th, they vote on the bill. Public health votes on the bill on April 19th, and they pass it. So this is great. This is in line with what the Senate's doing. Look, they have a hearing on April 14th. The Senate has a hearing on April 12th and 15th. They vote the bill out on April 19th. Bob Hall's bill is voted the same day. And Senator Charles Perry is voted out the next day. So they're all kind of in the same line if you've seen this. Okay? It's all happening. Two days later, the Senate places this on the intent calendar. The House can't even place it on the intent calendar. The bill is not even in the calendar's committee. Now, I know this is kind of a wonky episode. And I'm doing this because I want the normal Texan to at least see how the game is played. And it's intentionally designed in a complex fashion so that you don't understand who's responsible for killing this bill. But at this time, the bill has passed out of the Public Health Committee. It's not in the calendar's committee because the committee clerk has still not formulated all the information that's needed for the committee report. And if the committee coordinator has not filed the committee report with the calendar's committee, they can't accept it. Now, one of our episodes will be dedicated to Dustin Burroughs. And, what, and his job at this point is to kill this bill in the calendar's committee. Now, in order to do that as effectively and, as, um, and to get as a little political blowback as possible, he needs to not have to sit on this bill for a month. So he really needs Stephanie Click to take a long time to take a piece of paper from her committee and to give it to his committee. This is the game that gets played. And so it takes her two weeks. They pass it out of the Public Health Committee. And it's not until April 27th that the committee report finally shows up to Dustin Burroughs. I'm going to skip through how this bill died, which Stephanie Click's role ends at this point, April 27th. She's done what she needed to do. She sat on the bill for 40 days and didn't have a hearing. She then had a hearing only on Matt Krause's bill, not on Steve Toth's bill because she's protecting the abusers. 
She passes Krause's bill out of her committee, but she sits on it, and she takes days and days. And every day that the clock runs down is closer to the finish line, to where this bill can run out of time. Think of that. Children in Texas being abused, little girls being changed into little boys, little boys being changed into little girls, and the Republican chairman of the Public Health Committee, day after day after day, is sitting. There is no other issue that matters enough. You got a simple job. Get a committee report to the calendars committee. But here's the thing. The sooner she gets this report, the sooner the pressure will mount on Dustin Burroughs to get the bill placed on the calendar. This is how it works. The bill got to the calendars committee on April 27th. And then Dustin Burroughs did his job, which we'll get into a little bit more detail. We're going to probably do an episode dedicated to Dustin Burroughs and Dade Feeling together. But Dustin Burroughs sat on that bill, and he was pressured. A lot of people said he was killing the bill, which he ended up killing it. Um, Representative Matt Krause uh, said he wasn't killing the bill. He has never come out and clarified whether he ultimately did or did not kill the bill. So that's un- unfortunate. I, I think we've asked Representative Krause to clarify that. I think it would be really good for Texans to, to hear the author of the bill actually talk about who did kill the bill Um, because the bill died and these children are still getting abused. um, And I think Texans deserve even more answers. But we can tell you that the slow walking of this bill had to be done by Stephanie Click in order to get to Dustin Burroughs late enough for him to sit on the bill long enough, but with, with a short enough period of time where it wouldn't get too much pressure. And then what he did was he ultimately took the bill after sitting on it for 13 days. And, um, and he put it on the calendar, on the last calendar, very far down. And the way this works is that there's a self-imposed deadline where the House cannot consider bills on second reading after such and such a date. And so, um, and at this point it was May 12th. And so, uh, due to self-imposed, it was actually, I guess, May 13th that it actually uh, – Died. So on May 13th, they, uh, they, the Democrats were able to slow walk the entire calendar where you, know, you kind of see this long list and they put all these bills on the calendar so the calendars committee can say, hey, we passed the bill out of calendars. But they know going into it, this isn't going to pass. And so what, what they're able to do at that point is to be able to tell people back home, I voted on the bill. But I put the bill in a location where I knew there was no chance of us ever actually getting to it and voting on it. And so the bill ultimately didn't get voted on. It didn't get passed out of the House. And here's the other crazy thing. They didn't take up the Senate bills. And that's the other thing, is that they could have just waited, especially since they were taking so long, at some point and just taken up the Senate bills. And that was the other thing that she had to do. She, Stephanie Click could have, as soon as that happened, she had the committee report. She could have taken up the Senate bills as soon as she knew the deadline was falling. And what she should have done is just done this anyways, because if you're trying to pass something legislatively, you just throw as many things as you have at it. As soon as you pass the House version, you get the Senate bill, you get it done, you pass it out. And that's one reason why Dade Phelan waited to refer those bills. It's one reason why, you know, everybody had to slow every single piece of the puzzle down to not get it through the finish line. There were so many things. And I feel like when I explain these things, hopefully this brings some clarity as to Stephanie Click's role. 
um, because it is a rather complex issue. I feel like when I'm throwing all these dates out to you, they can sometimes kind of muddy the waters. Here's what you need to understand. The Texas legislature shows up and it has five months to do its job. And everybody knows how the process works, okay? There's no confusion as to how the process works. And people like Chairman Click know exactly how these timelines work. And so she, at that time, knew if she wanted to ban the sexual transitioning of these little kids, she had to take it seriously. And she was placed in a position that she was very proud to be in because they're chairman and they're powerful and they're influential. But they don't want to actually be pressured to do what they can do with that position. And so that's where she just not only dropped the ball, she had to intentionally slow the process down to ensure that the final hurdles could take long enough to where this bill would die in the end. And that's what she did. It's horrible. This is an issue that 95% of her Republican constituents care about. I care about it. All these other Republicans care about it. So the information that people need to understand is that these people that are in positions of power could affect these issues if they wanted to, but they don't always do it. It's political pressure. It's the people above them telling them what to do and then being more loyal to them than they are the values of the voters that support them. There's all sorts of things that go into it. It's money, it's pride, it's power, it's position. This is Austin. This is the toxic environment that the Texas legislature is. And we've talked about this for a long time. So when your state representatives come home and they talk to you about all the things that Austin is doing, just remember that the good things we get is because of massive pressure that's caused. Because if, if enough pressure is not exerted, then this happens. This timeline is allowed to occur. And these lawmakers We'll decide what swords to fall on, ultimately. And unfortunately, Stephanie Click decided to fall on this sword for this bill. And I think it's an important thing that we just talk about it and acknowledge the timeline that exists, acknowledge the realities of the legislative process so that Texans can have the information. Because I'm done with this over-complex process being used and abused to try to confuse Texans. So this episode is dedicated to talking about how Stephanie Click killed um, a bill on gender modification in the Texas legislature. I hope you have a great week, and we're going to continue to bring more information to you that I think is relevant for Texans to know how to address the important issues facing our state. God bless you, and God bless Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messiah Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.